out there. Um, keys just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, we'll see if good things will happen for us. Yo, what's up, boys? We're back another week, just dishing it, episode 55. Joined as always, Tudes, Derek, fellas, how are we? It's Masters week. Tiger Woods is playing in the Masters. John Tudes, Tudor, dressed for that occasion. He's Derek's got the Michigan Wolverines hat on. We're going to see Owen Power in a couple weeks. There's a lot happening. Hell What's yeah. going on, fellas? Not the GOAT's much. back. He's back. Tudes is emotional. He's I got real. I I was real fired up the other day <laughs> when uh, when he said he was going to play. But uh, I like yeah, the clip I mean, where someone asked him if he thinks he can win it. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's always yeah. said, right? I won't play in a tournament if I don't feel that I can win it. Um, so that was really him testing it out, making sure. And I mean. We all knew he was going to say that in that press conference, but I think even the reporter that asked him was like, I just got to hear him say it for, yeah, you know, yeah. hear it right out of his mouth. So, you know, excited to watch that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, him coming back and winning the Masters a couple of years ago is already the greatest comeback in sports history. Let's yeah. do it again and top that. <laughs> I, why not? Might as well. I already got money on him. Don't worry, Tudor. Oh, what did you get? Did you do to win it? Yeah, oh yeah. What yeah, would you get it at? I swear like, to God, Derek, if you try to cash 5, out for 000. six bucks on Thursday, <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> he goes, Tiger's in the top 20. First. Derek's like, should I do it? $7? <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. I can't be bet shamed out, out here. I can't be bet shamed. We're joking yeah. about bet shaming you. We're not actually bet shaming. Oh, no, I know, but yeah. know, Tudor would if. if oh, yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd, we'd let you up. That's in not a that joke. case. Only yeah. in that case. No, there's a nice, uh, there's some nice, like, insurance stuff on Tiger this weekend. So if you don't throw any money on him, you're kind of a fool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, someone said, I was like, saw an interview. It's like, yeah, if you think this guy isn't going out there to win it, you're a fool. Like he's strictly business, and he's like, it's the man. If 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 he didn't think he had a shot of winning it, he wouldn't play it. Like Tudor just said, you know, he doesn't know how to do anything that he's not the best at. Yeah, like he if he's not number one, he's gonna outwork whoever is, and then just beat them. Like that's uh, just the type of person he is. Before we get going, though, I do want to say shout out to the Buffalo Wagon Sabers um, on a nice uh, four to two victory last night over the Carolina Hurricanes. Boys are rolling. I, I wish they started this in January. We might actually be seeing a playoff run here. So, yeah, well, um, it's it's all gonna. It's just just we're back to the Bills kind of thing now. Trust the process because we yeah. actually have a process now. It's yeah, not it's, it's not a fake one. It's so, Donnie Granado yeah. yelling yeah. at the boys pregame. Yeah. Essentially. It, it, yeah. They're great. I, th- our guest today is a big Sabres fan too. <laughs> so you know, we can save that is for that too, among know. many yeah. other things. I think he's got a uh, a Leafs jersey hanging behind him. Yeah, that's because it's one of the coolest jerseys <laughs> to ever grace pro sports. Of course. Shout out to Drew House, but we'll talk about that. No further ado, everybody, please welcome back to the show, Mr. Matthew Keeler. He's back. Hey, boys. He's back. How you feeling, buddy? You recovering nicely? 
I'm feeling better now. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's always a pleasure to join you guys. <laughs> so um, we just have to clarify, though. No switched allegiance from the Sabres right now, right? I mean, just the Leafs jersey back there had Tudor a little concerned. <laughs> Dude, I just I just got this jersey in about 15 minutes ago, and I tried it on. I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, I'm wearing a Leafs jersey right now, and this is this is making me a bit uncomfortable, but no, dude, it's probably the most fire jersey I own. I had the cop one. It's uh, not my first piece of uh, Drew House apparel I have, but definitely the first piece of Leafs apparel I have for sure. You're going to have yeah. to flip it inside out, do the old reversible uh, display there just so you don't have Leafs gear hanging in your house. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going right in a frame. So it, the, the Drew House part is definitely going to be showing, not the Leafs part. <laughs> yeah you're gonna are you gonna break it down and do like uh are you just gonna do a straight frame well i guess probably because there's nothing on the back right it's just a blank one yeah it's just blank yeah oh, okay. so i'll probably just do the front fuck we should try and get matthews put on there do like one of those double ones where you do like the front part and then there's like the back Ooh, that'd that be would hard. Be... i want to get him to sign the drew part i think that'd be sick oh yeah and then we'll break, we'll bust it open when we're, we get to be friends with Biebs and he'll sign it. Yeah. Break did any, yeah. Did any, yeah. Did anybody else fall for that? I, they got me so bad with that Photoshop. That was really good. As soon Which as one? I saw the, the, the pink Whitney one, cause he was wearing just oh, the pink yeah. beanie. And then the, the, oh, I did too, the, dude. I did too. I oh, actually really? went, to <laughs> went to like the Grammys page. I was like, no shit. He's wearing a pink Whitney hat here. Yeah, so so apparently it was just a blank one, and then um, I heard on the show actually. I think Whitney said to he DM'd the the memes. He's like, throw the Whitney symbol on there, and it just took, and that's when it took off. Um, but yeah, those those shoes he was wearing too. I mean, my God, they looked like they looked like dumbbells from the gym. I don't even know what those were. They were like Balenciaga something. Those were funky. Somebody was comparing his fit to like the 2003 NBA entry draft lineup. <laughs> yeah, that's I, good. It's coming back. I don't under I don't understand. I mean, I I maybe I'm just not cool enough to ever pull that look off. But I saw his outfit and I'm like, bro, what what world is this man living in right now? That's See, when you have so much money. Yeah. Like, you just wear like the most ridiculous things of all time. I feel like <laughs> you just whatever what's whatever you feel like. You, you just like I don't care. Hey, yeah. we got we. Hey, we found one of your dad's old suits. Like, ooh, I know where I'm wearing that. I'm gonna wear that for the Grammys. That's basically how I feel like I would do it, or I would. I don't even know, but it was like. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's 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 uh, the the one thing I do have a bit of an issue with, as much as I admire Biebs, is the clip I saw of him chirping Canadians fans at one of his concerts. Did anybody else see this? No. no. He uh, he was on the mic between songs, and he starts. He's asking how the playoff race is going this year, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. Well, you guys are about teed up for another first round exit and you haven't won a cup since Vietnam. So I don't really know. I, I mean, who who would you rather be right now? And they're about to draft they could are they could be drafting like Logan Cooley or Shane Wright. Nasty hockey players, by the way, if if anyone doesn't know that. But I don't know. Seemed it just sounded a little funny hearing a Leafs fan chirp Montreal fans when they're just coming off the cup final. I don't know, Tudes. What do you think about that as 
as a yeah. as a fan of a team that's had success in this fucking decade. Yeah, well, they th- so the thing is, the Pens have had success, but also in the last handful of years, they've had a tough time advancing. Right, like they get to the yeah. playoffs every year, but the last you know few seasons, they've had a tough time advancing. And sometimes you think about it, and I'm like, you know, what's what's worse? I mean, the Leafs obviously it's. Uh, is ridiculous like how long they've gone without getting out of the first round it's, it's quite a bit at that point like would you rather get to the first round every single year and then get bounced right away or would you rather have some years where you don't make the playoffs maybe get a better draft pick and come back stronger because i feel like the leaps are just in that purgatory right now where they look really good for part of the season or a lot of the season and then they never get past the first round. It's like, well, that was all for nothing. Like, at least if you suck for a few years, you're getting something for it. Well, Ed, as a Sabres fan, I'd argue otherwise. But, you know, that's where we're at. But I will shout out to the Toronto Maple Leafs because thank you very much for blowing that lead because I had Florida money line. Thank you very much, Leafs. I appreciate that. But um, anyways, enough picking on our friends up north. Um, I just thought that was funny on the Beaver topic. So Maddie, there's been a lot that's gone on since we last had you on here. Vegas, um, all these collabs, some of these throwback, the these the logos from the old NHL teams, the the rebranding that we've kind of gone through with the aesthetic. I mean, where do you want to start? I think we should start overall the 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 rebrand, if you will, the the new look that everyone is kind of used to now and seeing inspiration where that came from, uh, you know, ideas for that down the line, talk about your process through that. Yeah, I think that's a great place to start. Um, You know, I'm really excited about this new look because I think it brings a whole new identity to our brand. I think, you know, it's almost our stamp on, you know, everything that we do moving forward. And I think it sets us up for, for more projects and collaborations in the future. And just like, going off our own merchandise is just a way to expand of, you know, kind of what our design element brings to the game as a whole. Um, you know, these NHL spreads I've been making lately have, you know, caught a lot of fire lately and uh, have been have been just bringing a new new twist and element to what, uh, you know, apparel can look like in the NHL. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the branding and I know everybody on the team is, I think it's, uh, I think it's a it's a it's a fresh look and you know touch on the inspiration a little bit it's a it's a little bit of a, a hit off Griselda um you know kind of just like our own spin on the game and just seeing the game differently I think it plays perfectly into that and um yeah dude I designed it like two years ago and I was I was kind of waiting to for the right time to, to switch everything over because I kind of wanted to you know, educate our, our base on, you know, what the transition meant. And um, I don't remember, I don't remember when I switched it or why we did, but I know we dropped some merch when we did, which was dope. But um, man, I think it was probably one of the coolest things we've ever done to the brand as a whole, just because of what it will set us up for moving forward. For me, I think it's the coolest thing since we had to completely rebrand. I don't even know how many years ago that was when we were in college. I think it's one yeah. of the one of the most like I don't know like like idea and like avenue opening moves we've made since then I would say which is I mean different circumstances obviously right but either way it, it you know still a still an awesome move that um, you know kind of injects like new ideas inspiration new life into something 
and again plays along the, the seeing the game differently just so perfectly because obviously that's what we're all about man that's what we yeah, do it's our stand. and i mean dude just just someday you know soon enough when we have a shop like that thing just like as an led sign lit up changing like the backlighting changing the the design to like different collabs we're doing and stuff dude it's just gonna it's just gonna flood like so many ideas that we're all going to have. And Benny, like when you thought of that self-portrait design for Picasso, it's just like stuff like that, that just, you know, <laughs> wide open for stuff that we can do. Yeah. That's funny. I, I forgot. I even thought of that. I just, I, I didn't even know the name of the painting. I couldn't even tell you it was a Picasso. That's how stupid I am and how little I paid attention in my art history class in community college. But there was something there, Tudes. I see you laughing. There was some, the wheels were moving a little bit. All right, buddy. So, I mean, don't knock it. I know, you know, no, I'm, you're I'm sitting only there in your college shirt laughing. and your three-quarter zip laughing at me because <laughs> maybe I don't have the art history wheels that you do. But, uh, you know, take it easy on me a little bit, buddy. Yeah, A minus in art history, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, Maddie, I think uh, I think it's been awesome. So, what's some of the what's some of the feedback you've gotten on that? Both the rebrand and then you know some of the uh, some of the NHL kind of remixes, I guess, if you will, that you've done from you know some of the followers. Yeah, the the feedback on the the rebrand has uh, been pretty over, overwhelmingly positive. Um, basically, like one of my whole ideas for that is just like I have so many friends and people maybe that like aren't tapped into hockey culture that that really you know enjoy our brand and like the design aspect and everything that we bring so so really like this whole transition gave you know us an opportunity to relate to people that maybe aren't as tuned into hockey culture as we are um you know being able to to represent that icon that um you know represents who we are and the people that we are as creators so um that's kind of the overall feedback and the the like the direction of what I wanted to uh, go about it with that. And then, then yeah, from the NHL spreads, like, dude, I'm chomping at the bit to make this shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm on the low, like I'm making a bunch of stuff like right now, like samples and production and stuff. But um, dude, it just, it, it's kind of giving me flashbacks of uh, the Jordan skates. Like I made these concepts of like Jordan's on skates on like, just like Photoshop and I was getting lit up people be like yeah those are dope but i mean are they ever going to come to life it's like <laughs> people are doing like a duck ski mask they're like that's dope but where's the piece at so i mean <laughs> i mean it's only a matter of time until this stuff comes to life but but yeah bro i'm trying to i'm trying to manifest a, a team collab out of these and um i think we got some good momentum and interest right now and we got some some teams that are interested but i mean it's just really our our uh our shakeup on the game as a whole. And, and I can't wait to make some, all this stuff because the shoots are going to be crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. The shoots are going to be real fun with that stuff. A lot of, a lot of good ideas will be cooked up for that. Um, transitioning just a little bit. Um, obviously there's, um, you know, the big Vegas trip that happened too for the all-star game, the Chicklets cup skills competition, what take us through that? I mean, cause that was kind of a, a huge moment as far as like, uh, I don't know if a milestone is the right word, but it was kind of just like a nice little blip on the radar for us. At, le at least for me, as far as like, um, 
uh, I don't know, affirmation or just like recognition a little bit, if you will, for the brand as a whole, as far as like, we're here, we're, 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 we're being seen, we're making a stamp on, on this game. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point you bring up on like, we were in the guts of T-Mobile Arena for three days straight. Like I could, <laughs> I could, I could draw a map of that entire place better than I could KeyBank Center. So like, and this shout out to Jared. Like Jared got us a media pass and um and hooked us up for the entire three days. So yeah, I mean like going into it, like I've had you know brief conversations with Keller and Matthews and Darlene. I mean Darlene, I know a little better, but but maybe different guys that that aren't in the city that I don't have you know firsthand relationships with. So just being like in the cut all weekend, just like having post-game media pass, having like being right there, like when players are walking in through the tunnel, um, that's really how I got to meet everybody and just like introduce myself face to face and meet them for the first time. So, I mean, that was a, that was a huge weekend just for that. Um, it was an incredible weekend for content overall, just like the skin stuff and the amount of content we were able to bank off that um man it was just uh that was my first time in vegas and i think that was the first time for a lot of the boys so i mean it was dope i mean we missed you and we missed chad too but um you know we'll be back out there soon enough it was uh it was cool man it was uh it was one of the one of the most fun trips i've been on um in my life and i can't wait to get back out there again it felt like we were out there for a week and a half at least <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that I, I felt like I was on a different planet here with all the craziness with the, the, the storm back where we call home and just all the nonsense that went along with that. And then for like you guys too, you fucking sneak out of there and then in a blink of an eye, it's nice and sunny. And then you got to come back, like all the stuff you did in the meantime too, the, the whole, the whole debacle that almost occurred with Tudes and some of the other fellas going to the bagel shop. I mean, the, the stories I heard and just, you know, that we everybody kind of experienced around that whole time. But again, the 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 connections that were made, the the content, I mean, couldn't have gone much better, especially given the circumstances. So, I mean, thankful for that. Thankful at least most of the troop got out there because it was looking bleak for a while. We were scrambling those couple nights before, man. That was rough. Dude, it, it was, was all of us, dude. It was. I didn't think we were gonna get out of there. It was. Uh, I know Derek's probably watching this, thinking like, "Holy shit!" Like, I can't even believe we got out of there, but somehow we did. Morale was low, <laughs> <laughs> like real low. I remember yeah. texting all you guys. We all got out there at different times, like different flights. It was. It was crazy, but that just you know what? It furthers the cause. Someday we'll have a justician PJ. <laughs> and then we won't have to worry about these things. American uh, Airlines can't cancel your flight if you own the plane. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would it clip that? <laughs> yeah. I was going to make a comment, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> if, if we do that, yeah, I, I don't want to trash American Airlines any more than I already feel like I did with the reps on the phone. They were doing everything they could. They were looking for other. They were looking at other airlines for me too. The, the people there were great, but um, yeah, I mean, just a huge, huge, huge weekend, huge few days, huge milestone. Um, as far as like something like that for you, Matt, as a creative, did 
was there new ideas, inspiration and stuff and, and new, I don't know, um, initiatives for yourself, new sense of direction that comes from a trip like that, as far as you being in the lab, you creating, you manifesting certain things. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think just like a change of scenery as a whole can just like bring a whole new inspiration to you as a designer and as an artist, like, I don't know, just, you know, everybody finds inspiration in different places, but for me, it's travel. It's, um, you know, seeing different places, it's, it's going to different shops and, you know, exploring different, uh, different areas. And that th that's why I think it was so cool. Like seeing T-Mobile arena up close, was just like, that was probably the coolest arena I've ever been in. And just to like, be in the thick of it the whole time just like i don't know it kind of it kind of gave me ideas of maybe what the bills field what the bill stadium will look like someday and yeah um, you know i'm i'm excited for that and and just like i don't know vegas vegas is just you guys know vegas is on the forefront of 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 everything you know technology and and architecture and um and everything on that front and i think that relates back to to merchandise it relates back to design approach and all that so yeah like for me travel is a huge inspiration of, of what i bring to my design and um and yeah it was a it was a i love palm trees it was a great place for so <laughs> relaxed for a few days yeah how can you not like palm trees? If you don't like palm trees, you're just you're just crazy. Tudes, I feel like I've been talking a lot. You jump in here. I know you got some stuff lined up. Yeah, I'm. I kind of wanted to transition a little bit too and talk about uh, some of the exciting things that have been going on with skate skins. And you know, skate skins since the last time we talked, actually, you know, very recently now have made their AHL debut right um in grand rapids with the uh with the griffins so why don't you kind of tell everyone a little bit about that um how that all came about and what you did for the guys there yeah we're in the minors boys we're just waiting for our call up at this point right <laughs> sign that two-way baby <laughs> no the griffins are dope man shout out to brad thompson he's the equipment manager there he's uh He's been he's he's super forward thinking. He's a super progressive equipment manager, and he he really gave us the green light and the opportunity to uh, to make our debut. So so that was that was super cool. And uh, man, just the amount of reaction we received off that alone was was crazy. And uh, man, we've got some we've got some great momentum right now. I actually just got off a call like an hour ago with with a club that I can't wait to mention that um, is going to make a huge splash here in the next few weeks and i'm really excited about that so um maybe we'll get our pro call up sooner than later <laughs> hopefully hopefully you got to stay hungry you got to keep working we've been we've been hitting practice hard first guys out there last guys to leave that's what happens that's how you get the call up i'm told i wouldn't know shit but you know my hockey career was a joke um <laughs> uh i love making myself laugh on the show i really do it's one of my all-time favorite hobbies um, but yeah, <laughs> um, skate skins too, um, Matt, as far as like the, the whole process of the product itself, um, of course I haven't gotten to officially say, I apologize for not being able to help out like I usually do. Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot to mention that to you over the many times I've seen you since this all happened, but, uh, 
I was going to tell you right after when you took me to the ER, but he was slumped in the chair by the end of it. He ate all my damn Pringles, too. <laughs> I was sleeping down like a sloth in that chair, man. It was like four in the morning. I was like, holy oh. That was brutal. I, I was like, too, of course, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I had to pick the game to have this happen to me where it was, I think, tied with the latest puck drop we've had all year. Yeah, I think it was so, like 1040, 10.45 start. By the time yeah. we got out of there, it was like 12.30. Yeah, so you, so you know at the Harbor Center, too, just because all the shenanigans that end up happening there late night, especially uh, during the week leagues. Um, you know, 11.45 puck drops, basically midnight. Or uh, 10.45 puck drop, I'm sorry, is usually just 11 straight out anyways. But, uh, yeah, so Matt, as far as the product itself, um, I know we, we usually touch on, you know, just meeting stuff when we're together, everything like that. But I know last time when you were on the show, but where where are your thoughts? Where are your feelings at as far as the product itself, the process in which they're being done? improvements anything like that 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 you're thinking you know just your general thoughts as of today with the product itself Mm -hmm. that's a really good question i feel really confident in where it's at right now i feel like you know the whole purpose of it is is to provide customization to players and i feel like that's what it does really well but on a on a deeper level than that like how does it perform and i feel like I feel like it. I feel like it performs really well. It, it's extremely variable. You guys don't know all the features, but 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 I feel really confident. Like, you know, it's funny. Like when I when I uh, when I told my dad, because this all this AHL stuff all happened pretty quickly, and like I told my dad, I was like, hey, like the Griffins are like wearing these tonight, and he's like, no shit, you better jump on a plane and go to Michigan. I'm like. I'm like, why do I have to go to Michigan? Like, I, I feel confident in where it's at right now. I don't feel like I need to go there and do anything that they that I wouldn't that they wouldn't be able to do. Like, um, and and trust me, that made me super nervous. It's like you're you're putting it in the hands of somebody else to make sure that they would do it the same way you do. And and thankfully, you know, I feel like we convey the message of how to install them really well and easily. And it's an easy product to just pull out of the box and use. So, um, I mean, I I. Speaking on that, like the durability and the, the application process, I feel like is is uh, super easy to do, and it doesn't, you know, you don't need any tools or anything additional to do that. But, but yeah, I feel like, you know, where it is now, like we launched in April of 2020, which seems like forever ago. But what that was, that was probably that was two years ago, two years ago, yeah. almost two years ago on the date. So, um, mm-hmm. and it's still like just to like look around my office and see like what it used to look like and, and just like some old samples and stuff. I'll, I'll pull them out and be like, damn, that looks like shit. And that wouldn't even work today. So it's just like, it's funny to see like how far it's, how far it's evolved in, um, you know, a rather quick amount of time. And I think that just goes back to our process of like our, our development, how we're, we're constantly, you know, gathering feedback from people and like how it's going to perform and like, is it easy for this pair of skates? Is it maybe not as easy for this pair? Um, and, you know, true skates have been a, a, you know, a bit more of a challenge for us. And that's, that's been a fun challenge where, you know, you get to, to get to try new shapes and, and see how they, you know, fit around the contour and what. And, um, and that's why we have Nick because uh, Nick's our dummy. We give Nick a pair of skins and he's, <laughs> I remember like when we first started the company, like, um, I mean, like, this is this is uh this is this is what's great about Nick is like he he won't like hold back if I give him something and it sucks he'll tell me it sucks and that's that's what I need so like 
I gave him a pair of skins and like, dude, he lined them up on his skates and he, for the life of him, did not know how to install them. And I was just getting so frustrated. And I was just like, I had like a eureka moment where I was just like, dude, I need to make this so much easier because like there's so many <laughs> out there like nick that are gonna pull these out of the box and not know how to use this product so so um, do i take this thing off the back or do i just wrap it do i have to use a heat gun kid starts wrapping <laughs> clear tape around it yeah you don't yeah. need a screwdriver so yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh but it's oh, stuff like that and it's fun to look it's fun to look back and like see how far it's come and, and that's what i enjoy most about it is like the process of it and you know, just, just building it overall as a whole, like just fun projects that I'm working on and um, stuff like a 3D concept we're working on our website right now where people are going to be able to go on there and design their own skin. Um, you know, we're adding features constantly. We just added two features this week that allows you to, you know, add which skate brand you have, which what's your skate size, what jersey number you want. So, I mean, stuff like that just makes it as easy as possible and just like daily improvements we're making every day that are going to make it better. Yeah, it's always something for me too, where I feel like whether it's like in-person installs, like the one we did with the the Niagara Youth Organization, it's always it, it's as much the product as it is the the experience that comes along with it. Where it's like the presentation of it, the ease of which to do it, the the different ways you can customize it. It's all it's all good stuff, and it just funnels back into the work and dedication. Man, it's it's great and. I know it's, I'm sitting here too, kind of, kind of fuzz brained at two years in this month. Like it's already April, which is kind of crazy to me, but it really has. It's been just about two years to the day. It's, it's wild. It's come a long way. Come a long way. Wow. So, um, transitioning a little bit to, um, the, there's been, uh, the other one, one of the other kind of, big moments that I wanted to touch on. Um, I think it was November, I believe, uh, another alma mater, ma, alma mater project for you. Um, I know everybody probably saw that for uh, Batavia Notre Dame and all that, the, the rebrand and, and the whole story behind that. But for, for everybody who's not really familiar, not from that area, um, kind of walk through like the, the story of what happened there with that high school program. Um, and then all the way right through to to the project that that was worked up as far as us being in charge of the rebrand and you kind of getting to to take that on and be in charge of the next chapter for for a school you know for a town that's that's given you so much. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because it's, it's probably one of the closest projects to my heart to date. It's, uh, and when I when I was asked to do it, it was just. I was kind of taken aback, but, but yeah, just to kind of give audience like a background. Um, so there's Batavia high school and there's Notre Dame high school. Notre Dame is a small school, a small private school in Batavia too, um, with a hockey team. Batavia has a hockey team too. So they just, they combined programs. Uh, this was their first season combining and, um, yeah, we hit it hard with the, with the rebrand. They hired me to be the creative director and then Adela, the design and manufacturing of the jerseys, the apparel kind of front to back of what the whole, identity and look was going to look like so man it was it was really fucking cool like one of the coolest projects i've ever been involved in like i said just because of how much it meant to me and my time i spent there and um man it was just like it was also like one of the one of the most 
like in-depth projects I've been, been a part of. It's like there's just so many people that had opinions on, you know, what the name was going to be, what the logo was going to look like, like what the color scheme was going to be. And it was uh, it was a it was a it was a I spent a lot of time on the entire project, just like, you know, working with suppliers overnight and just like everything as a whole, just to kind of bring it to where it became. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was super dope, man. And I, I I have a couple other projects that I'm working on right too that are two my two of my other alma maters. So if I get to do those, then I might just retire because like that is <laughs> a crazy hat trick if I get to do that. But I'm working on uh some jerseys for Fisher right now and uh the ramparts too, which I've been showing you, Bunny. So yeah. um man, it's been really cool. It's been it's been humbling for me just because you know, of how much all the programs mean to me and just, you know, being able to to design them and just work with the community to see, like, how they want them to look is just, uh, it's been really fun. Yeah, man, absolutely. And you could, you know, talking about it with you all the time and um, giving advice, opinions just on everything throughout the process for me each time. There was a the dedication never goes away from you. Right. But there's a, there's a little bit of, there's some, there was a different look in your eye a little bit because of how personal it was for you as far as that, that Notre Dame one, especially, but um, you know, the ramparts one too, ever since you've been showing me that I've always been joking, you know, between us, but uh, folks, if, if we were wearing those jerseys that he's designing right now, when we played back in the day, I'd, I'd have, I'd have 50 tucks, no problem every season looking that good. <laughs> Not, not even a question. I would, I would, I would love to know what my point totals would be. But no, that's another huge one too, man. The, the ramparts are underrated. You know, it's still in the works, obviously. But like, without that program, dude, we're not here. You could argue we're not even here. We might not even be doing this. It's kind of wild. It's so true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the ramparts, <laughs> crazy, dude. The Batavia goddamn. We're gonna we're gonna do a live show with uh we should do a live show with you two hosting from a ramparts game. Oh we could do it. We can do it up. I don't know if the acoustics in that arena are too good, but uh what were you saying? You said you were saying something, Matt. Oh I I don't I don't remember just the ramparts. The ramparts. Yeah, there's something about the ramparts. Tutor got me thinking because like you know like the netting that goes above the glass that obviously protects the stands and stuff yeah dude, they made that white at the batavia rink and it's just like it's actually i'm sorry they made it black it's black oh. so it's like it just contrasts with the ice so bad and it's just like it made me think about that because it's like the worst it's the worst part of the rink it's just it's just so hard to watch games when did they there, was, was, was that when did that happen when we were there for the home opener for notre dame or, yeah, uh, they had, yeah, they had that. Well, we were down by the glass, you know, no big deal. Right. But I, <laughs> I couldn't really tell on the about the black the black net netting. That's kind of that's not good. We might have to yeah. we might have to send an email about that. Yeah, that's yeah, no that's boy. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as uh, we touched on it a little bit in the beginning, though. Um, the Sabres, man, they're an important, important franchise to, to you and I, especially. I, I know Tudor's got a warm place in his heart for him. He might not admit it, but he does. He really does. <laughs> See, look at that smile. You know he does. 
Um, but it, for me, I've found, uh, I, it, has there been like almost like a, another form of inspiration or excitement for you to finally see things turning a corner for this team? Cause I, for me, you know, creatively, whatever, I always, I feel like that's, that's big for me too. Cause I mean, there's, there's not a franchise in sports I care more about than the Buffalo Sabres. So it's been a painful stretch of time, but especially lately, dude, it's like a, it's like a refreshing scent in the air almost. Does, do, do you feel that? I'm sure you do, but does, again, something like that for you leak over into, um, you know, future ideas and initiatives you would think about for, for our brand for Dishon or for Skateskins going forward? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the biggest thing is they have a team now where I don't think they had a team in the past. I think it was really clicky. Um, I, don't, I don't think guys really wanted to play for each other. Maybe it was the coach. Maybe it was specific individuals in the locker room but but i think you know that's all in the past now and they, they have a team now and you can you can tell by their their play where they they'll they'll block shots for each other they'll stick up for each other they 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 laugh in the locker room like the Peyton crabs getting the boys going pregame it's just like it's just stuff like that where it just like it makes them so much more fun to root for and watch even though they're they're out of it right now it's just like I don't know, thinking about the future and stuff, it's just, you know, we, we get hopeful about the future every year, but it's just, I don't know, there's something different about this team and the, the atmosphere around it. So, so yeah, it gets me excited. It gets me excited for the fan base and, you know, relating it to our brand, I think it ties back to our team of, like, I mean, I mean, I think we have the same dynamic where, I mean, we're all there for each other. Like, I'm constantly bouncing ideas off, you know, people in our group and just, you know, finding inspiration from there. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting, dude, and I think everybody feels it. I went to a – I got invited to an Insights. It was called a Blue and Gold Insights event, and I went – it was a couple nights ago. I was at the arena, and I got to listen to Kevin Adams speak, and uh, Duffer, like, posted the whole thing. And I, I, got to, I got to meet Kevin after and talk to him for, like, 20 minutes or so. And, dude, you can just tell in his voice, like – I mean, he was talking about like the stretch they have coming up, like Tampa, Carolina, Florida. Like these are all these are all top grade teams that they're playing against. But like the challenge is there. The challenge is exciting. And I mean, this is like their playoffs almost. So, I mean, he talked about that. He talked about, um, you know, different plans for for the future of, of what they have. And I mean, he talked about the team aspect, too, like how how he knows these guys are are playing for each other. And he knows like they have something special and. Um, you know, it sounds corny and, and whatnot, but I think it just goes back to the bills too, or like, um, you know, that culture, the process where guys want to come here and they want to play for a team. They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And, um, you know, that's, that's really cool. And that's special. And I think, I think no city rallies around that better than the city of Buffalo. And, uh, dude, I can't wait till they're good again, man. Like you guys went to the RJ game, you know, I know you did funny and I don't know if you yeah. tutor, but the Eichel night, like. Dude, that that arena just like, dude, it just busts the <laughs> it just busts teams every time it's loud in there. Like, it is. Uh, I didn't even know they handed those out. That's pretty sick. I uh, know that was. Uh, see, uh, I spent some time with uh, recently retired funnel guy, so of course we stopped over at the Hofper House. So they were handing those out. So I had to make sure to cop one of them. Oh, I was crushing a couple brewskis with that fella. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was something else. That was. Uh, I've never been in a sporting event like that. Like I, and I've been, I went to a playoff game, you know, whatever it was 12 years ago, one of the, the last times they were in the playoffs. And I'm, 
I promise you it was louder in there because of just I think the combination obviously it's generate, right? But there's also the that footnote of like really finally feeling like a, a corner, we're on a corner now. Like we're starting to like make the turn. Whereas before it was just I don't think uh, we collectively realized how off we were or how delusion. Uh, buddy, I remember saying like it might have even been last year. I'm like, well, if they could do something like this at the deadline, they could make a run. I was saying stuff like that. Like I didn't even realize oh, how you, dumb I yeah, thought. Yeah, you you have been for a few years now. Sure, but, but that's uh, but that's that's the problem sometimes for me is because I care about them so much. Where it's just, but again, you now now that's the you know pages have been turned and chapters have you know finished right you didn't there's a lot of stuff that we didn't know was going on that was clearly going on behind the scenes that we would never see but just you know judging you know now seeing how they're playing like a lot of stuff that matt was saying the blocking shots peyton krebs just letting it fly in the locker room reading the lineup card it's um i don't know it's kind of a lesson in a way it's like a reaffirmation of kind of stuff that we do you know, justition with skate skins where it's like, yes, uh, there's, there's individuals involved and there's people are good at what they do. Everyone's got their roles, right. But it's all a collective goal. And when you, if you start getting too much ego centric stuff going on, or you start straying from that common goal and, and thinking about things as an individual, you're in, you're in murky waters. You can get yourself in a real dangerous spot really quickly and like dumb Sabres fans like me, it, it can happen and it's like too late almost. Because <laughs> you know, that's you know where that. I was at with far as like that that team that we kind of, you know, that we've had in the past and the, the other regimes, I'll say, as far as um the, that organization, just to kind of relate it to us. You know what I'm saying, Tudes? This, uh, this Sabres team kind of goes back to, I mean, one of my all-time favorite movies, I'm assuming up at the top for both of you guys as well but uh the quote from miracle when her brooks said i'm not looking for the best players i'm looking for the right ones and it seems like that's what they're doing here right you lose a world-class player you know some stuff may be going on that causes some friction behind the scenes who knows we don't have to get into that but you get guys like tuck and krebs that seem to fit perfectly in personality wise with this group might not individually be that player but are great players in their own right they fit in well with the group and i don't know one thing i want to ask the two of you is out of this group now that they've got and i don't care if it's a prospect i don't care if it's someone that's on the team who are you guys looking forward to watching most in the next one two three years i think there's a lot in that time window for me I'm going to shorten it to one to two to three weeks and I'm going to go with Owen power because okay. sooner or later that big bastard's going to be here lighting it up. And I can't wait to see him out with the big boys. Cause Owen, I got to tell you, I love you, but you just, uh, you make the game look too damn easy and it's division one hockey and you're in the frozen four. Every time I watch him, I'm like, he, he could play this game with a right-handed stick. That's what he looks like out there. He's just complete control. So for me, because it's like the most on the horizon probably, because I know the Frozen Forest uh, today, when you guys are listening to this, they play at 5 Eastern time. But um, I'm definitely most excited to see him for a few games. What about you, Maddie? Yeah, I haven't been able to – I haven't watched him at all, so I'm also excited to watch him. But I would, I would probably pick Darlene. 
I feel like he's I feel like he's really uh, coming to his own this year, and I feel like it's only just glimpses of what he really is going to become. Like, you you got to think back, dude. He this dude was getting compared to Lindstrom. Like, the, I don't even think he scratched the surface of what he's capable of, and I think he's starting to find his groove. And I think uh, you know as his team starts to starts to play together more and just like kind of vibe together, like I think he's really gonna just like be our guy. So. I mean, there's flashes of it when he'll just, like, dance with the puck at the blue line. And I don't know. He, he, I love the way he plays, just, like, from his from throwing the body. It's just, like, he's got so much finesse to him, too. So, dude, I'm probably most excited about him because I don't even think he's he's touched his potential even a little bit yet. He's, I agree. He's an interesting one to me, too, because Darlene, early in his career, because of, obviously, where he got drafted, right, a lot's expected of him. And he's taken a lot of shit. A lot of comments have come from me as well as other people like me. Uh, but uh, he's really done, I think, a good job of playing. Like, he's played really well the last probably third of the season here. Because a lot of that criticism he was getting early on in his career, and even the first half of this season, was deserved. Like, you would watch plays and you'd be like, what are you thinking here? But you watch, like, he just looks so much more composed and like himself. Like, there yeah. were so many times where it seemed like he was playing tight. And he was making mistakes because he was tense. Kruger had him trying to be something he's not. Right. and That's, that's what it was for me. And, and the thing is, I think there's got to be a balance, right? Because... You know, you look at it and, you know, compare him to another player, you know, first round draft pick from across town, Josh Allen, right? There's certain things that a player does when they're that caliber that make you a little bit nervous, right? You're like, oh shit, I don't want him to try to stretch out for an extra two yards to get the first down because he could take a big hit and get hurt. Or Darlene, like, we don't need to be like trying to dangle somebody at the blue line to make a play because then you're going to turn it over and it's going the other way. And sometimes you just got to be like, man, these guys are that talented. You got to let them do what makes them better than another guy, right? Like you've got to let them use their skill set rather than saying, oh, we don't want you to take a risk because now you're capping them at less than they could be. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that's a great assessment. And I like, too, with Darlene, just to touch on that, too, because I'm really excited to keep seeing him grow. Not only because he's just a cool dude, friend of the brand, great style, great off-ice style, but he reminds me of another guy who's like that, Mr. Austin Matthews. They have this skill and finesse that makes you go, wow, but they also they don't play soft. They'll muck it up. They They play tough, and they're hard to play against, too. And you know what? I, I think there's there's so much to like. That was a great question too. It's hard, to, hard my... to play against each other too, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see that, right? right? Yeah, right. Sounds like yeah. probably the best of friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna see probably that. That's gonna be a big head-to-head -head thing coming down the pipeline here the next <laughs> decade yeah. plus. I would say. Easily. I think you want. To, I think honestly, though, if you're if you're a Sabres fan, like. You kind of want that, right? It feels like that Leafs rivalry the last yeah. however many years hasn't really been a heated rivalry. Like, there's not really any hatred between the players. Like, 
I almost want Matthews to be like, fuck you, Darlene's a piece of shit. Like, I hate this guy. <laughs> and I want Darlene to look at Matthews and be like, I'm going to knock his head off if he tries to come in and score. Yeah. Like, I think that that makes the rivalry so much more fun, right? Like, you want that edge in it. Yeah, it's got a little more of an old school vibe to it. The the way the way the game was played more when we were all growing up, you know, the, the you, you think back to like Detroit and Colorado or the the Devils and the Rangers, like, you know what I mean? The, obviously yeah. the Battle of Alberta still good now, but yeah, man. Um a lot to be hopeful for as far as that and it's a lot to look forward to. Um Tying that into to the brands here, though, Maddie. I mean, it's been a about a year since we've had you on, anyway. So, I think oh. it's been about a year, probably roughly a year already, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I know at some point during that episode, I asked you something similar. But as far as direction, goals, looking forward to things for this next year and beyond. What do you have for us? What 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 are what is at the forefront of your mind? What's even in the back of your mind as far as goals that we want to check off? You know, boxes we want to check for ourselves. You know, new ideas, all that sort of stuff. What are you looking forward to the most this next year and beyond as of today? I wish I would. I wish I could go back and see what I said last year to see if I'm. Uh... If I'm staying true to my word or not, <laughs> <laughs> we can we can check it after that. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I mean, that's a great question, Bunny. I would I would say, uh, you know, this last year for me has has really made me realize that I can't shoulder everything, and as much as I try to do everything on my own, I I literally can't do that. So I think I think me personally, what I'm trying to do more is is divvy more tasks off to the group and the team as a whole because i because of a couple of things i think i think one it, it um streams on our process it makes it more efficient it helps me out where i can focus my task and skill set in, in places where i'm most valuable but but two it it sharpens the skills of of other guys where like you benny like i think we've been able to you know, I, I think you've been more involved in like the process of how we make skins and like what you can do, you know, to to help the process of like understanding of like what you can be good at and the whole thing and like where you can find your niche and your role and like what you're what you like to do of it. Like, um, so I, I think with that, it, help, it helps guys like understand what they're good at and, and what they like to do. And um, yeah, that's like that's like a personal goal I have for myself, it's just like you know, trying to take more weight off my shoulders and, and focus on areas that I feel like I'm best at. Um, and then for two, maybe like a group goal, I would say, um, you know, like building a, a, a community more. Um, I, I think this upcoming year is going to be huge because I think we're going to be able to have our own space similar to how we did at Seneca One. But I think it's going to be I think it's going to be more of a, a retail space where, you know, we can we can all come together. It can be it can be a place where we can do the podcast, a place where we can do pop-ups, events, like drop new merch, um, you know, do production there where, you know, like I just said, guys can guys can understand the process a bit more, be more hands-on, um, you know, just a place that we can kind of all come together because, I mean, I think we already do that now from a distance, just like through the group and just through like inner conversations we have, but, but just 
but just building building more of a community that i think that's what we do best and i think that's what we do great through both the brands it's just like finding our group of people that have the same vision that we have and just blowing that up to the nth degree which um you know i think i think we really strive to do as a whole and that's what i'm most excited about and um i've been working on that for probably like six months now it hasn't been easy but i know uh i know once we once we find it and lock it in it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna just be so powerful and meaningful and it's just gonna be um you know everything we ever wished and if you guys ever get a chance like i I really admire Kid Super and his brand and like everything he's built and um, just like almost like the, the the community aspect that he brings. It's just like there's there's just a, a group of like minded individual individuals that that follow him. And I, I relate a lot of that to what we do, because I think, uh, you know, we have a lot of talented people in our group, people that that understand the game in a way that is not like the average you know consumer and the average hockey fan. So. I think that's what makes us unique. And I think the more that we can maximize that and, and, you know, build a community of people that think the same way is, is only going to allow us to grow. And that just goes back to, to being a part of something that's, that's bigger than what we are as a brand and, and what we are as a whole is just, you know, what, what can we do and what project can we do? What can we work on that, that is bigger than ourselves. And um, I think that's what I try to do as a leader, just inspire people to, you know, think outside the box and, and do things that you never thought were possible before because, you know, we're all we're all backing each other up and we're all here for each other. So there's no reason to shoot for the moon. I love when I just unlock him and he just fucking says that. That's just, I don't know even know what the clip in that, but uh, I'll figure it out. I, I love it. <laughs> um, I hope Derek was paying attention to help me out there. I'm sure he was if he's not locking bets in for tonight, cause we're getting to about that time. But dudes, um, I feel, I kind of covered everything on my list. What else do you have as we wind down here? I, I, I'm sure you got a couple more things. Yeah. Well, Maddie, Maddie kind of answered it for me, what I had in my head there, but um, I really was going to ask about lessons learned from this last year. Right. I think we talk a lot about successes. We spent a lot of time talking about new accomplishments across both brands, things like that. So I wanted to ask about lessons learned, but Maddie, I loved what you said about, um, you know, understanding that, you know, getting your teammates involved, right. And not having to shoulder the, the entire load, but, um, yeah, I mean, what's 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 next now? I guess right. Like, if you're you get that retail space, you know, community builds in Buffalo. Like, we going we going national here. We staying in Buffalo. You know what? What's the deal? Is there uh, a chance that Austin Matthews gets an acquisition up to Toronto, and then you really start wearing the Leafs gear? <laughs> I think. Uh... I think our slogan is global soon, but Buffalo forever. So like, oh, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think, I mean, we have like, you know, visions of, of working with every team, every, every team in our game and every maybe teams outside of our own sport. So, I mean, that's always the goal. That's always what we strive to do. But, but yeah, like I love the city. I love everything about it. I love being here. Like I love, the harbor center i love can i, I love can i ask both of you about that too because all three of us and i know we're kind of signing off here but this is this is something that i want to hear from you about um 
all three of us are from the Western New York area, but about an hour to an hour and a half away from Buffalo. Right. And Mm -hmm. we all have come to Buffalo and stayed for a variety of different reasons. And I've looked at jobs in other places before. And I remember driving home from like beer league games with you guys at Harbor center thinking, I don't think I could leave this shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, what is it about this place? Cause it's got, it's got all of us, right? Like, I mean, we, we we're staying here for a reason. We all want to be here for a reason. And sometimes I don't really know how to put my finger on it. For me, I'm going to say two things quick. One for, for uh, even early days of the brand, Matt, I think it was always in the back of our mind that, that was the big step that was always like, you know, Rochester's Rochester. Right. But as far as Western New York, like Buffalo is the spot. That's the, that's the spot. And I think that always played into it where it it gives you this sense of new opportunity. Like, I don't want to say you made it, but it's just like you made it to a spot where you can chase even more kind of thing that that's a part for, for me. And I think two is the saying that we have around here. Uh, keep Buffalo a secret. I think that's some of it too, because it's a hidden gem. Like people know about it with the mafia smashing the tables. They know where it's a crazy sports town, but there's so many little subtle nuances and you can see things like um, our friends over at train wreck sports, right? When they do their March madness bracket, the Buffalo bracket, which thank you for letting us in, by the way, great to make our first time debut into that. But you see all the different things. I always find myself reading through that. And it's just like, yeah, there's stuff like this in every city, but until you're here and you spend time here for an extended amount of time, I don't think you truly grasp the 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 unique and special vibe that this place has for, you know, just living, raising a family, whatever you want to do there. But especially now you see Griselda we mentioned earlier and, you know, all that stuff that's going on creatively. I think I, I would I would counter like, how could you not want to be here? And you can't say weather. That's not a valid answer. There's weather everywhere. Grow up. Get a shovel. Get a snowblower. Just stop it. Get something to cover your windshield so you don't have to brush it off in the morning. But sorry, I went long-winded. What about you, Maddie? Right, though. There's so many things like that that make it unique. And like, I don't know, looking back, I never I never thought I was gonna live in Buffalo. Like I never I never grew up and went to Fisher and just thought, like, man, I can't wait to live in Buffalo. I just kind of it just kind of came about for me. And I'm I'm so glad it did because I mean, you touched on it. Like, I think it has everything of a, a big city feel, but like, it almost feels like Albion or Batavia to me, where it's like I can I can drive downtown without a GPS, and I know like everywhere I'm going. And um, you know, I feel like I Nick says this all the time. I feel like we have like such a lock on the city, and like the relationships we have throughout the city itself are super valuable we're like we almost know everybody in the city and that's really cool and um i think i think being a part of that you know feeds into the community even more of like you know what we do i think i think ultimately helps us like i think it helps us understand our mission even more of like who we are and and what we do where it's like before maybe when we moved here it was just like we kind of know we want to do this. We don't really know how we're going to do it. And maybe we were doing a little stuff in different areas. And it was just like, we were kind of find being able to find ourselves in our way. But I think the city helped us find ourselves. And, you know, 
understand like what we like to do and what we're good at and how we can how we can do that powerfully together so i mean it just goes back to everything about the city like like playing on the harbor center team and just like being a part of all the events being a part of the train work event like rallying around the sabers rallying around the bills like working with different brands and companies and and just like still always being true to buffalo that goes back to Tudor's question but understanding like yo we want to do things that are like way outside the city but when we do that buffalo will still always be home so um so yeah i love everything about the city man i i think it's in a great place and when i when i first moved here i did a story with the buffalo news and the dude interviewed me he was like one of the sabers gonna win a cup and i said 2023 <laughs> so i don't know if that's ever gonna happen in 2023 but like i don't know i remember when i did that piece i was just like i was just like damn i don't know like what i'm getting into like i i really like the city but maybe i didn't i didn't know like how much of it it was gonna impact me and like my my entire career so I, I love everything about that. I, I love everything about Buffalo. That's a that's a great answer. Now I think you hit the nail on the head there with a lot of stuff, but um, two big takeaways from what you just said there are one, the Stefan Diggs extension was not the biggest news in Buffalo today. Uh, Matt <laughs> Keeler saying Buffalo forever for justition is the biggest extension that was just signed today. And two, everybody that just listened to this episode, you put your future bet on the Sabres for next season because that's a Matt Keeler guarantee. There you go, baby. <laughs> You're going to get some fucking phenomenal odds on that too. Imagine. Dude. I, I will. I, I can't even tell you the things that I will do. I tried this to put a on the Sabres to make the playoffs. I couldn't find anybody that was doing futures. Maybe I'll have to go to the sports book and try there. I think that if you're looking, if you're a diehard. It's because it's too late now. Or you did yeah. that. You tried that in the beginning of the year, didn't you? Yeah, but that, yeah. I'm glad I did that. I couldn't get Ocposo for hearts odd, hard odds after the first game. But, uh, yeah, after like, the season opener, they closed it up. <laughs> so like, Shit, uh, they're all going to be running here. Yeah, but I think if you're if you're a diehard Buffalo fan or a Buffalonian, the the power play if you're trying to retire next year is just a two leg parlay: Bills to win the Super Bowl, Sabers to win the Cup. And if that happens, just hope the city doesn't burn down before you can cash your ticket. Yeah, pretty much. That's couldn't have said it better, man. Derek, or if you're Derek, they start out six and two, and then you cash it in for eight bucks, and you go. <laughs> Let it be known, I never passed it. We know that's why it's so funny because you would never do that. Um, Oh my god! Get your ass back here. We're signing off, Derek. Get your ass back on here. I want to ask you about Michigan really quick. Oh god! Score prediction tomorrow, today when people listen to it. I think they're going to win. What do you think? Yeah, they're going to win. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, that boys, one feels like the national championship to me. The boys, way, the Denver's boys, nasty. The boys didn't run it back for nothing, that's for sure. Yeah. So, um, we'll say four two. I like it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll throw an ex- a correct score bet in. On How that. many points for power? You know he's getting two. Couple assists on the PP. That's what he does. All right. Just running things back there. 
Well, everybody, we've gone over once again. I think that's two weeks in a row. There's been a lot going on, a lot to talk about, but uh, thank you as always. It's so much fun doing this. Thank you, everybody, for listening and providing us a, a platform to be able to do this. Uh, for everybody at Just Dishing It, since we got the CEO on here, thank you. We'll be back soon. Maddie, thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure as always, man. We'll do it again soon. We'll try and not let a full year go by, it seems like, where we, we don't have you back to check in. But I like it. It's like a New Year's resolution almost. Yeah. It's just I, immediately on the New Year to-do list when when that when the clock flips over. But, uh, yeah, man, thanks for taking the time. So happy to be joined with you, boys. Love you guys. Love you, everybody listening. Go Sabres. Peace.